Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Centennial High Points. I'm one of your hosts, November Whiskey. I'm Duvall. I'm Boogaloo Bitch. And I'm Boogaloo Wheels. All right. Welcome, everybody. Our guest for the evening. We obviously nailed that introduction. (laughs) Oh, well, I thought it was next, but you broke up and I didn't hear. Wait, I broke up when I was doing the introduction? Yeah, I didn't hear like the last half of it. Wait, our podcast is breaking up. Ah, sorry, whatever. <laughs> That's probably for the best. Anyway, yes. <laughs> we'll have a reunion tour later. <laughs> Ten years. World now. world tour. Yeah. <laughs> Centennial High Points World Tour. Vans <laughs> <laughs> oh off the wall world tour. <laughs> for all the five fans. For all five of us. Yeah. Just goes goes all of our garages. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Yes, we have a guest here with us today, uh, Mr. Boogaloo Wheels. Please introduce yourself quickly. All right, uh, I'm Boogaloo Wheels, and I run a meme page. Yes, a very spicy one. Well, I'm glad someone likes it. <laughs> I get a good, good laugh out of it most of the time, so welcome. Glad you can join us today as we talk about, uh, we have a couple news articles here about some Colorado news and some kind of happier news and then uh, the main topic for today we'll be talking about uh self-reliance and its importance and agorism and the upcoming boogaloo if you will allegedly in minecraft allegedly. <laughs> and uh just to, just general importance of self-reliance uh in this kind of movement so uh, i guess we'll jump right into it with the first one uh first story is about 80 Vail resident resort employees who are stuck in Vail pretty much because they are from Ecuador, and they have one, two issues. It's that they they can't get on their flight because they scheduled it for the end of the month, and they can't pay the change fees because airlines are gay. Um, so they're stuck here until the well, end of the also, month. And flights are super limited right now. So even if they could, right, they're kind of fighting an uphill battle there. And then also, mm-hmm. Ecuador closed their borders due to the coronavirus, so they're working with the Ecuadorian Council our consul general to assist them yeah. get backing into the their own country essentially so even that's a good time general. that's fucking savage right there they won't even let them back in yeah, yeah. at least no. Trump let the Americans come in and infect us all from fucking Wuhan <laughs> every man for himself you chose your fate okay listen we're gonna bring we're gonna bring the Wuhanese <laughs> Mr. President you can't call him that we're gonna bring people <laughs> from China okay we're going to bring them back because we have to. And then they got us all sick. Now we're fucked. 11,000 deaths. They're playing some 4D chess in China. <laughs> yeah. Q or, yeah. Q on the 4chan chat is like, trust me, guys, this is Trump's 4G chess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am four parallel universes ahead of you. Yeah. Banning butt stocks. Okay, it's all 4G. 4G chess. <laughs> it's not 4G. <laughs> it's 4G. It's 5G. It's 5G. It's 5G. We're going to take the 5G from China and we're going to control your mind. I'm going to give you cancer. <laughs> but it's yeah, they're the stuck cancer. up in uh, Vail and I think it's Eagle and Summit County where they're just stay, stuck there. I mean, they're living rent free, which is awesome, but they. Listen, I stand by what I said. A month in Vail, Colorado, rent free. That's like the most beautiful town in the springtime. Yeah. Come on now. Definitely not the but, worst thing ever. So that's one of these like chicks, green quarantine status. Who's actually kind of scary looking? Grace <laughs> Barrera. She has a seasonal <laughs> job picking up trash and cleaning tables for twelve dollars an hour. I don't know that I could clean up tables and trash from a bunch of rich, like stuck-up international pricks for twelve dollars an hour. I'm not sure I could do that. So good for her. <laughs> but yeah, they're um, stealthy she, enough. Just pickpocket, you know, like the, yeah. like the, like the movie. <laughs> the movie, like yeah, all the good movies. movies, the best movies. Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. Yeah, but they're all here on J one exchange student work visas for a few months during the ski season. So they literally just come here for the skier season and work, and then go home. But now they're like, no. oh, fuck, we're stuck here. <laughs> what a so, hell of a temperature change. Well, how does that too? work with like, their visa, though? I don't fucking know. I'm not a visa. Like, probably just, what if their well, visa they probably go through the, still trapped here? The, that's where the consul general comes in and he uh, extends it. 
There's general powers? I don't know. Through my government powers, I grant you more time to stay here. <laughs> Even though we won't now let remain. you come back. You have By to order of the crown, you are to remain where you are. <laughs> like... If it pleases the crown, I'd like to go home now. Yeah, you're like, no. Hey, your visa's Hi. expired. What are you going to do, I've deport me? Like, <laughs> I'm trying to go home. They're just going to push him out the plane over the ocean. It's like an Ecuadorian version of that turtle Tom Hanks was in. Are you talking about... Um, Terminal. Fuck, Final. Oh, Terminal. I was thinking of... Uh, <laughs> Was the one where he stranded on the island? I can't think of the name of it. Oh, that was a Castaway. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Castaway. I was Wilson. Like, you gonna turn him into Castaway? <laughs> Just throw him onto some <laughs> island in the middle of the ocean <laughs> with a bunch of different balls, fucking basketballs, <laughs> volleyballs, child <laughs> balls, pedophiles, <laughs> Epstein's balls, Epstein. <laughs> Probably. There's nothing. Left what a of temperature change, though. Like, who lives in Ecuador, which is literally named? Because it's on the equator, like, <laughs> and then you decide I'm gonna go work in Vail for the winter during the ski <laughs> season, where yeah. it's negative. What a fucking change! Yeah, this that one seems a little rough. They were probably like, you know, I've just I've always experienced an avalanche. <laughs> I always want to know what this is like. Let's do it. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, well, that's pretty much the whole story. It wasn't very long, so just figured we'd bring you some Colorado news. We can move on to our next article, which is a more uplifting story in this time of doom and gloom. Yes. Uh, and the article is about um, shelter dogs and animals in general and how that they are uh, seeing uh, pretty much a 100% increase in adoptions and fostering of these shelter animals uh, during this time, which is really cool because, you know, no one likes to see animals in the shelters where those, the was that the, uh, what organizations that always plays like the guilt trip ads and like Peter the Peter. Like, sad animals. Uh, USPCA. I yeah. Think. P- yeah. That's the it. Arms yeah. Of an angel. And that it's like some dog like crying. Cry somehow. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The dogs were even looking at Sarah McLaughlin like, this is a little heavy handed. <laughs> <laughs> it's always some washed out celebrity too that's like talking to you. They're like, like desperate to get any money. Nobody liked your music. Stop trying to sell it to us on a dollar. But Although, yes. if they want to sponsor our podcast, you know, I'll dog the dog. I'll do some stupid Please sponsor us. We love dogs. Thank you. I just hear a bunch of dogs barking in the background for the rest of the podcast. You know, you know I don't think this is anything. People oh, have been ahead. trapped so. at home with their families for so long. And <laughs> They're like, we need like a common denominator. Dogs. No. You know what it is? Trump released the tiger documentary. And now everyone wants <laughs> to go see what kind of crazy ass animals they can buy. And nobody can afford a tiger. More 4D yeah. chess. <laughs> More 4D. Yeah. It's all part of the plan. It's all coming together. Not Everybody noticed that, that Trump bucks are just <laughs> can't afford a tiger. Like he did that on purpose. <laughs> Yeah, so essentially yeah. it's just saying that like there's been tons and tons of more requests for fostering and adopting shelter dogs and animals, which is always a good thing. Yeah, especially if it's a kill shelter. Like, Yeah, fuck those things. But just those make sure are, if you're going to do it, dogs. you can afford to do it. Yeah, that's true too. I wonder how many get adopted and end up like right back in one or just out on the streets because people are assholes. Yeah. Well, Christmas yeah. and Easter specifically, that, that happens to a lot of animals. Easter, like bunnies and chicks, get returned a ridiculous amount. They're like, we don't really want chickens. Well, then you, you shouldn't have bought your four-year-old chickens, dumbass. You live in an apartment yeah. building. Like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> I think a big part of it is just no one uh, does any research on it whenever they go to adopt. Yeah, they think, oh, this will be cute. That's all they're they're doing it for the gram, if you will. Yeah. yeah. Imagine yeah. not doing research for big projects. Ha ha ha. What oh, research? Fuck. What's that? Uh, 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 anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you go down to the shelter and you see some like cute little white puppy and you get it and you're like, oh, what is this? And they're like, oh, we don't know. And it's like a doggo Argentino and it fucking just rips your house apart. No fucking idea what you just bought. That makes me curious, though, actually, how many, like, renters and homeowners insurance policies have 
had claims on them because people are fostering dogs they don't know what to do with and maybe they're like dogs that have had some trauma and so they react violently because i've heard some stories recently yeah. about that actually like dogs well, even acting out and attacking people and the people are like oh we had no fucking clue we adopted him yesterday you know what i mean yeah well even like uh like speaking of like costs and stuff when I got my, my dog that I have now, we got him as a puppy. Like, he's not a foster dog or anything. Mm-hmm. This, this stupid little shit. We had like a kennel for him when we were at work. He broke out of the fucking kennel. Oh, went over him, he, he knocked our dirty clothes over. He pissed and shit in him. And then he was like, we locked him in our room, in our bedroom, in our apartment at the time. And he like dug at the carpet so much. He tore the carpet all the way up to the baseboard and then just pissed and shit everywhere. And I came home and I beat his little ass and he ended up costing us five hundred dollars. Like allegedly, our deposit was gone he didn't after that. hit his dog. Yeah. You know, oh, I. Oh yeah, allegedly. <laughs> God, I've never been more mad at a being. Oh, that sucks. Pete is going to send a task force after you. Pete and they killed more any white. That bitch, Carol Baskins. I'm going to get fed to a fucking tiger. Put in a septic tank. Never to be seen again. God. Have you seen the music video? Yeah. yeah. My God, dude, that is money. The TikTok okay. one or like one of his The TikTok ones are funny, but his actual TikTok. music video for uh, about Carol Baskins. Oh, yeah. Here, when she's kitty, like standing kitty. in front of the fence. Like, <laughs> okay, but Mama's full disclosure, I have seen that music video. You. I've only seen the third episode of that show. I haven't even seen the whole thing. What? Yeah, I still haven't even started watching, watching it, it so. so. I watched it all in one night. I thought I was just going to watch an episode, and then all of a sudden it's like done. I'm like, God damn it. I mean, I, <laughs> every I episode like is more and more and everything. more intense. Yeah, you don't think it can get worse, and it does. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Where well, like, okay, so new characters I introduced? In, <laughs> I walked in like halfway through the second episode, and I was like, weird show. And then it gets into the what the fuck? I thought this was about tigers. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. No. It's about meth and murder. The tigers yeah. are clear. Every episode. Don't fall for it. Something every episode, a new character gets introduced. And you're like, all right, this this is a good guy. This person can come and fix everything. No, nope, they're just as shitty as everyone else. <laughs> Make it worse, if anything. Yeah, literally <laughs> fucking Jeff Lowe and his fucking eight wives. What the fuck? What did he his say? Main piece in his side piece. Like he has his sex cult and I have my sex cult. <laughs> okay. Show exactly. Don't we all wish we had a sex cult? No. Well, we... <laughs> I mean, we could probably start one on our own. I'm, I'm way too ugly for that shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm way too married. Yeah, same. I'm way too married. <laughs> How do you start a sex cult? Is it on OnlyFans? I don't. I looked at Apparently you yes. have a whole tiger enclosure. <laughs> you have to own, <laughs> you know, I'm not gay, but 20 tigers is 20 tigers. <laughs> or in the case of Joe Exotic, I'm not gay, but meth is meth. <laughs> he's like, All right. He's like, I asked him, when you watch porn, do you like the big dick or the little dick? And he said the big dick. And I'm like, well, you ain't straight. <laughs> I got to give it to him, though. Uh, Joe Exotic took us farther in the drug war than any dare has ever taken <laughs> you should have been like, oh so that's how you do drugs but now with joe exotic we're like fuck I'm- could you imagine if he did win the governor and had to meet with like the president and stuff she's <laughs> high on meth with his two husbands <laughs> all right i want to be there for that meeting. i i would pay an ungodly amount to, for a ticket to that <laughs> He, like, hands out his music videos and shit while he's there. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody be like, Joe, you're doing good things, okay? You know nothing but good things. (laughs) (laughs) Your tigers are great. You have the best tigers. (laughs) (laughs) The best tigers, the best ligers. I guarantee it. Your husbands are beautiful. that bitch Carol Baskin together. (laughs) Carol Baskin's just like Hillary. She's not. (laughs) She's just not good. All right. I'm surprised Alex Jones doesn't have an episode about Carol Baskins. Not Ooh, yet. He's probably time. making it right now. <laughs> yeah, give it about a week. Should we write him a letter? He's cashing in on it right now. He's recording. <laughs> Alex, our boy's still in jail, all right? We, can't write, well, we could write him a letter in jail. Ooh, you should. Ooh, I'll write him a letter. Did you know the there are 
dating websites that will like hook you up with a an inmate to write to? Yeah, how do you think I found my wife? <laughs> <laughs> Quarantine's getting bad, you guys. Well, Duval won't <laughs> be also, in the next I have episode. A new pen 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm in gone. an unrelated matter, I have a new pen pal. Yeah? Who is he, she? <laughs> it just ends. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. well let's get to the uh, yeah, the meat and potatoes of this episode. Uh, so like we said earlier, we'll be talking about self-reliance and the importance of it. Um, so I know for at least a majority of us in this podcast, even the ones that aren't here today, we all kind of like to practice the idea of agorism, uh, which... Yes has been talked about thoroughly on this podcast and many others, so we won't go too deep into that, but essentially it's, uh, you know, just doing whatever the hell you want and ignoring the government uh, and their regulations as much as you can. Um, so obviously self-reliance kind of fits into that uh, pretty, you know, self-explanatorily, but we'll go over it. Um, so if you're not relying on the government, you only can rely on yourself, and that's kind of the whole idea of this movement is you are the sole provider of your life, and, uh, you know, you provide whatever you need. So, obviously, that is a self-reliance. Um, so, just open it up. Do you guys have any opinions, like, right off the bat on self-reliance? Oh, uh, yeah. And a lot of it has to do, too, is, like, it's not just always yourself. Like, it's your community around you, your friends, your family. You know, obviously, one day you're going to grow old. You're going to be an old person. You're not going to be able to take care of yourself. Well, that's why you have, like, friends and family that are going to help you along right. the way. I don't think self-reliance is never truly alone doing it all yourself, but having the means or having the resources available to you. And so that could mean like neighbors or a co-op or just a community that is all in the same, you know, belief system, but it doesn't mean you have to do like everything yourself. Right. At least having the self-reliance in terms of your community or your group or mm -hmm. even your state, you can expand it to whatever level you want to, I guess. Yeah. Uh, as long as you and your group have the ability to take care of yourselves and provide for yourselves, you will be set. You don't have to worry about anyone else. Yeah, for sure. It's like, uh, you know, a lot of people in the United States still do it, like farmers, you know, uh, Farmers, your small, your small communities, small towns, like uh, shit. What's that town that always argues with Leadville about if they're the smallest town, or no, not smallest, know. the highest town? All, it's got like the the funny Walmart in it. You know, it's not a real Walmart, but it's like an Walmart. It's not it's a real Walmart. I have no idea what you're talking about, honestly. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know which one you're talking about. I can't remember the name. But anyway, they always argue with Leadville of who's the highest town in in uh, America. Like, but high like altitude or high on weed? Yeah, altitude, probably both. <laughs> okay. But this town is really small, and they don't have like a roads department or anything. So my roads. Some dude, yeah, some dude bought a fucking Humvee from the army. It's like a surplus Humvee, slapped a plow on it, and he just goes out and plows the whole fucking town for him. And then I'm not, I don't know if they pay him or something, but like, wasn't Domino's filling potholes in Detroit or? something? Yeah, the they were doing yeah, for a while they were. All these roads and Domino. They like. You're cutting out real bad there. Yeah. Oh well, my bad. Square something. I was just saying that like um, Domino's Pizza was like filling potholes in some towns so they could for pizzas. Yeah, no, I think yeah. they were doing that. Were they doing that? nationwide or something like that they had like a, a website or something you could report potholes yeah, you could on. report a pothole and they go and do it <laughs> private sector for There's sure actually, you guys know who john stossel is Oof, oh john no. stamos so john, john stossel stamos. he was like on uh uh see he was on nbc and then he moved to fox and now he's do his uh he's on reason magazine i don't know if you guys know what reason magazine it's a libertarian magazine and this was probably like four or five years ago. He had like this little video segment. He was talking about this. There was this kid. And he's, he's autistic. He's like 25. And he can't get any work or any job or anything. But he noticed like around his block, there's a lot of potholes. So he got the equipment to go fill it himself. Bought the, you know, the, the, the asphalt filler himself, the mixer. He'd mix it himself. And then the stamps, which is like this 
it's like a metal rod basically with like a flat bottom and you you smack it down on the pothole and you know it evens it out smooths it out so he's doing that around his city block and the city came in and gave him a fine and threatened to lock him up in jail because that wasn't his job are you kidding me nope of course you're not that's ex- so, sounds like exactly something they would do you're saying government intervention slowed down the improvement of everyone's quality of life. Yeah. And just because this one dude was doing like a whole day. All they care about at the end of the day is making money. Taking ours. They need money to, and they power, need to keep baby. You just good enough to keep you on the hook. You're, you're the government side bitch, honey. But see, that's the, they're ensuring your reliance on the government because they're like, we can't have people going out and improving their life. They need to rely on us to fix that for them. And that's like the you exact opposite of what we want. Done? That community should have paid that kid's and fought with him because that's bullshit. Yeah, they didn't put him in jail, but they, they said if they caught him again, that's what they were going to do. And they had his mom on, and his mom's like, like he loves doing this. Like, why can't the city just hire him? Like, and the city was like, oh, he's doing it wrong. And then, like, John Stossel was like, what is he doing it wrong? And then he, then he like, showed the process, and he was doing it right. It was just the city employees weren't, weren't doing it. So, And, like, the union, the union was involved because the city employees, the public sector union, and yeah, it was a mess. Way to go, government. Big I knew this up. was recent. I knew I'd heard about this story. In 2019, in May, New York food police shut down a seven-year-old's lemonade stand. Oh, that's all the time. All over. Talk about government overreach. Yeah. That bitch was just trying to buy something off the ice cream truck. <laughs> none, none for you. Five dollars for a toy. No soup for you. But, all right. Uh, so another form of self-reliance that's pretty easy for just about anybody uh, is farming. And not in the sense of like, you know, owning a 10,000 acre ranch somewhere in Texas or something like that. But even if you just have like a simple garden bed where you can grow a couple, you know, plants here and there just to help sustain your own needs and, you know, provide for yourself is a, is an easy option. I mean, even your apartment, you can get little tiny like... Uh, Planting boxes or lettuce. And then you can just put, yeah, lettuce, potatoes, whatever you want to, like, you can make in your area. Just put it by a window, water it, make sure it gets sunlight, and you're growing food. Easy (laughs) as that. Yeah, like spinach, lettuce, basil, super easy things to grow indoors. When I lived in my apartment, that's what I grew. I grew spinach. And, like, I couldn't even keep up with it. It was a small box. I could not keep up with it. It's uh, it's complex or as simple as you want to do it as well. I mean, if you right. want to research and find, you know, they need this amount of sunlight and this fertilizer works better, <laughs> this much water, you fucking go this for it. Nitrogen just, in the soil. Right. If you just want to put it in a, some dirt, water it, and put it by the window, I'm sure it'll still grow unless you just fucking kill things. I don't fucking know. Right. <laughs> don't ever water it. <laughs> just don't water even it. Then, put it in the dark. Some, <laughs> even then, like aloe vera, man. You can grow that shit. You can eat aloe vera. We have vera. an aloe plant. Mm-hmm. That shit's so yeah. good. Right, like it's something that doesn't yeah. obviously doesn't sustain you completely, but it helps you, you know, be self reliant. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's like a small, easy step you can take to being more self reliant and. Those are and those yourself. are some of the best plants to learn how to grow. At least a couple of is ones that can also be medicinal. Yeah, I think personally more uses in one. Right, mm-hmm. multi use, more efficient. But there's even like community gardens. Uh, like I've seen when I lived in North Dakota for college, we had like a giant community garden that like people could come and like you get a little plot of the garden or whatever and you can grow whatever. It's like a, I don't know, like a six by six like square mm-hmm. and you can plant whatever the hell, like you drive by it all the time and you see all sorts of plants growing or like food growing. It was really cool. Like they, that should definitely be a more. Right. And you like thing. have to, you have to keep up your plot. You can, you can take vegetables or whatever from anybody else at share, like do your part and keep up your, whatever you're growing. Those right. Are cool. So my, our local government where me and Google wheels live, they try to do some shit like that downtown. They made like these like vegetable like stands on our main street. And they're like, Oh, the community will come and water them and we'll grow like vegetables in it. And then, 
if you need like this vegetable, you, you know, anyone can come and pick it. But what ended up happening is no one in the community watered it. And then like the few things that did grow, people plucked that shit so fast. So this is like, you know, whatever. And like, right. But that was like a government program. So that, you know, they just so that's it. what ruined it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. But yeah, it's definitely like something easy you can do. And then, yeah, like you said, if you want, if you love that, you can just build your whole fucking farm, move to Montana, Wyoming, wherever, <laughs> buy tons and tons of acres and make a whole life livelihood out of it. So yeah, feed America. Feed America. Hell yeah, brother farmer, <laughs> heroes. <laughs> Fuck, I did that for a summer in Montana. I worked on a big, uh, it was half cattle, half crop. And uh, it's definitely hard work, but it was a lot of fun too. I'll give it that. Yeah. Like, I don't know, this is somewhat related to self-reliance, but have you seen all of these um, dairy farms have to dump out milk? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's been all over. And they're not allowed to, like, donate it. It's a big bukkake. Fucking so, dumb. My family, a lot of my family comes from uh, back east in New York. Not to mm-hmm. say New York, there's a lot of dairy farms. But all the dairy farms are disappearing because uh, property taxes in New York are so fucking high Oof. that you can't pay to have a farm. You can't pay to have acreage. And you just can't afford it. So all these right. like small small farms are going, small ranches are going out of fucking business. Thanks to New York. Because moved out of so. Connecticut for that same reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's another thing. If you do own like a little bit of property wherever you are, you could get chickens, you can get pigs, you can get I mean help you want to, you can get a cow and then fucking have just tons of meat. Mm-hmm. Which I would love that because I fucking love steak. <laughs> so it'd be nice <laughs> just to have a you giant cow. dairy cow and then you just um inseminate every so often or whatever. Right. The last I mean, when my cousin was in Connecticut, the last calf that he had we named Sirloin. And he fed us well. <laughs> sirloin. We had sirloin here. <laughs> no royalty. Sirloin. Sirloin. Sirloin was delicious. Yeah, definitely <laughs> nice to have like chickens, though. You can get, you know, fresh mm-hmm. eggs all the time. And then yes, yeah. eventually you can just have like a fresh chicken, too. So, yeah. And like when a fresh chicken. Get old too, enough, exactly. too old to lay. Yeah. When they get too old to lay, you kill it and mm-hmm. get all that meat. Yeah. Fresh eggs That's are a lot way, of meat. One little way chicken more delicious and flavorful than the ones from the store anyway. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll move on to another subject for self-reliance. Uh, another bullet point here we have is training. Um, so obviously uh, another part of self-reliance is like the defense of your own stuff, at least in our mind. Uh, assuming there's you know, like no government, no police to rely on, you got to rely on yourself to defend what you have, your family, your friends, uh, you know, your property, everything like that. So training is another big thing because you can't call anyone else. Well, I mean, you might have your community call on, but let's just say it's you and that time. Or even if it's like current, like our current society, if someone breaks into your house, you can call 911, but there's no guarantee that they're going to get there in time to save you. So it's yeah, only in that, in that scenario, it's just you. It, you are the only one you can rely on for your self-defense. You are. You are, you are responsible for your own. There are people that maybe their job is to help you and maybe they they may not. Again. It's your responsibility. Yeah. What's the old saying? It's like when, when seconds count, police are minutes away. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And wasn't it the Supreme Court that ruled recently that they have no legal authority or legal um, requirement Obligation. to protect you anymore? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, you can you don't have train to, be... to defend yourself, but you're putting your own life at risk at that point. Yeah. And you don't have to be no Navy fucking SEAL or anything either. You know, just right. know some basics, know how to reload your weapon, know how to, you know, if there's a, a jam or something, know how to clear it, like, Sports, easy, baby. simple stuff. Yeah, you don't have to be a Navy cover. SEAL, but you should be able to, like, fight for yourself and at least run away. Yeah, yeah the basics of self-defense and weapon operating, even, you know, if you have no weapon, hand-to-hand combat, even, like, not like, again, Navy SEAL level, but, like, if you just take a couple self-defense classes... Just mm-hmm. so you know the basics of what to do puts you yeah. at a, a better advantage right. than majority of people in the world. There's, remember, study- there's no winners in a knife fight. No, yeah, exactly. No there's only survivors. None. Very true. <laughs> but like that can be this like even just knowing the layout of your own house or apartment. So like um I think this was on another podcast. It might have been uncensored tactical actually, but like saying like Learn your house uh, in the dark. So, you know, if something does go bump in the night, you don't have a chance to turn on the lights. 
you know how to you know navigate your own house and how to get around mm-hmm. uh, is a good idea. For that same reason, tidiness. Yeah, yeah. make sure your shit's clean. <laughs> Preparedness covers a lot of things. Realize. And have a family plan too. If something goes down, like so, your whole family mm-hmm. knows what to do. And that applies. I mean, fuck, like even today, like your house catcher's on fire, and you know everyone's at work or something at the daycare, and they come home, like nowhere to meet up, no have who to call. Plan, having last and place. single. <laughs> Poor <laughs> bastard. Just got to get my dog out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Dog uh, is you know. my dog. <laughs> <laughs> really Get out knows we have the same dog. I don't even have a dog. Looks so. the same. Can't can't lose the dog, dude. I'd be devastated. <laughs> my best friend in these times. My, <laughs> I, I treat him like another person now that it's like I'm talking to him like he's another person and he just stares <laughs> at me like I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Yeah, <laughs> My wife gets mad at me because I'm like, you know, if shit ever went down and like we just ran out of food, absolutely. I'm like, I'm eating the dog. I'm going full <laughs> China, dude. Full Wuhan province. Start the second pandemic. <laughs> my sister COVID was 20. like, my sister says her dog needs to go. What? Yeah, you're cutting out real bad still. Yeah. And you're cutting out like. Uh, you get two sentences in, and then you get your last two sentences in, and then there's, no, there's nothing in between. Well, maybe <laughs> what I have to say doesn't matter. No, <laughs> the universe it is It's the FBI censoring you. Yeah. Maybe. The NSA. <laughs> <laughs> it's the FDA. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyone else have anything for uh, training and self-reliance? Yeah, I got something to throw in. Um, so basically, the uh, motto that I like to live by is, in the matter of self-defense, you are your first line. Exactly. Like, you, if something goes off, you're like, you're obviously, it's relating to you. You can't call anyone else immediately. So you are the first line of defense. Uh, if you are, you know, able to run away or get somewhere safe, you can call in your backup, either that be police or your friends or whatever. But the initial confrontation, it's just you. So yep. you got to be ready to handle whatever situation that is. Unless you're a cripple like me with one door, and then you just got to blast your way through. <laughs> the only way forward is through. <laughs> At least there's a way. This man, yeah. before he got he, uh, moved in with his fiance, he had like this, shit, this shitty apartment. I'm talking like there's no insulation in the walls. Like this thing's made out oh, of fucking paper. It was, well, it was, yeah, it was a full-blown house, but, oh, man. But he had, like, this escape plan, this very elaborate escape plan where he was going to somehow end up on his roof. And I was, I was like, crawling up walls in a wheelchair and shit. And I had to rescue him, and then we were going to strap him in the bed of my truck so he could, like, shoot at the enemy and basically be, like, a turret, be a dishka in the back. <laughs> I should probably mention I was drunk when I was making most of that plan. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, crossbow so by his bed. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh, that actually oh, reminds man. me for training. Um, is you know physical training too. Uh, you were maybe, like you said climbing up the raw, walls, and I thought you know you got to have upper body strength because obviously you're in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking you got to be ready for that too. I mean, like you don't know what's gonna happen. Like let's say this pandemic, you know, shit hits the fan. You know, society breaks down, and you're out in the fucking woods. You know, you can't be some fucking obese 350 pound fucking dude out there trying to survive is just not going to fucking work <laughs> well I'm like fucked. what if you run out of toilet <laughs> like <laughs> but I mean it's part of it you got to be physically ready for it too I guess I mean wheels obviously you're you're in a wheelchair that's so, that, that, you're kind of at a disadvantage off the bat <laughs> just promise you'll use my gear for good when I die <laughs> Just like work on your upper body so much you just walk on your hands instead of your legs. Fill you with Shoot you the dick. <laughs> we'll figure something out. We'll rig something up. <laughs> Dragging behind the pickup truck. <laughs> yeah. off. Just, just Joe Swanson me and duct tape me behind someone. <laughs> we'll weld up the wheelchair to a back of a truck and you can cover our six. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. <laughs> All right. 
guess that'll wrap up training for us. <laughs> Uh, all right, we'll move on to the next bullet point we have here, uh, which is learning, uh, which obviously is very important in self-reliance because you aren't obviously going to know everything that's required. Um, so you got to have the ability to learn. And that's it sounds simple, but, you know, some people just aren't very good at learning or they just don't know the proper techniques. And I think that's or evident they think to they everyone. they know everything already. Right. Arrogance is a part of it. But oh, I mean, yeah. definitely in high school and all through college and uh, like all of our schooling, you'd see people that just don't know how to learn and they obviously show when they take the test or whatever, they just don't know what the hell they're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, so I think, you know, you almost have to learn how to learn, which is, it sounds weird, but uh, I think it was techno agorist that was talking to us about it, that his homeschooling taught him how to learn because uh, he's kind of yeah. forced to. And I think that's, you know, it's huge. I think he mentioned it too, that it helped him be self-reliant because anything he doesn't know, he knows how to learn it. And that's uh, obviously a very important part. And even if you don't learn well in school or something, like just yeah, find find how you learn, and then yeah. teach yourself on the outside. Yeah, there, like, there's like different learning. methods of learning. Like some people learn visually, and others learn better in a classroom. Figure out what works for you and go with that. Right. Like I know personally, I learn better with hands-on. Like I can't like read about it and know it, but if I like same sit down and like try just messing with it or whatever it is, I can usually pick it up a lot faster that way. Yeah, I got to fail at it a few times, and then I finally get it. <laughs> was it was What's it like, Franklin that had the quote? Uh, if you do something wrong a thousand times, you're not wrong. You just learned a thousand wrong ways to do it or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember. There's some quote like that. But, yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah, I think that was Edison. Learn. I think it was Edison. Edison? Yeah, whatever. Whoever it was. Some old guy that's dead now. He some said something guy. like it was on <laughs> – some Apple Bernie Sanders looking fucker. Something like, I didn't fail. I just learned a thousand. Yeah, yeah. He just I didn't fail. I just learned nothing. <laughs> yeah, because it was like when he was talking about inventing light bulbs or something. He's like, I didn't learn. Yeah, I didn't fail how to invent a light bulb. I learned how not to do it a thousand ways. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, exactly. It gets the point across that, you know, if you do it and do it the wrong way, you're, you're just learning, or hopefully you're learning from your mistakes. Not everyone does. I mean, there's a lot of fucking idiots out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I learned that every day I drive on the roads. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in Colorado. Yeah, Jesus Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> I can't imagine being in a wheelchair rolling around town fucking almost getting your ass run over all the time. <laughs> it, it's pretty rough. But. Yes. Um, so, yeah, definitely learn how to learn the things you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. And uh, you, know you don't you want know. to. <laughs> you don't want to be in like a bad situation and be like, oh shit, I don't know how to do this. So, I mean, try to like run through all the scenarios you can think of or like, you know, like relating back to self-defense, you know, try to like think through if you were either uh, like a burglar or in our case, a SWAT team, allegedly, uh, <laughs> how would they be trying to get into your house to kill you or take whatever you have yeah. and then try to like learn through that. Yeah. Like learn their tactics even. And then you can kind of find the holes in yours. Um, so that's like part of the thing of like learning. You can learn uh, a lot of advantages uh, just from like researching mm -hmm. things and finding out what you don't know. Well, even just reading like an infographic or an article about, about self-defense gives you that much more preparedness to defend yourself than somebody who didn't read that article. So imagine what like learning it and actually practicing it can do. Mm -hmm. Right. You, know, you gotta you gotta train yourself to be able to defend and yourself. learn through other people's failures too. One hundred percent. Exactly. And I I mean I hate to say it or call it a failure, but like uh, that whiskey rebellion dude or like the Duncan Limp incident. You know, read into it as much as you can. See how like the police acted, and then plan accordingly to that. Because mm -hmm. policing SOP is different per department, but like. Most of the time, a lot of like SWAT teams and stuff, it's 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 pretty much the same shit. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, and and from a woman's perspective, like anytime I hear of somebody being abducted, kidnapped, raped, assaulted, any anything like that, I obviously have empathy and feel for them. But mostly, I'm reading that article, going, okay, what should they have done? What could they have done? What should I do if that happens to me? You know, having that mindset, I mean. I don't know. It That's makes it, it makes think. me feel safer just even thinking about that and having like a plan sort of. 
Right. And definitely on like a larger scale, definitely look at history and learn from like history. Oh, for sure. Because uh, what's the old quote? Those who do not learn from history are doomed to repeat it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's kind of like on a more like larger strategic scale, but also it could be, you know, more on like a tactical smaller scale too. Um, you can see exactly like what you said, what other mistakes people or groups made and you can learn from them to help avoid them, hopefully. Right. Um, but yeah, definitely learning. And uh, another point we have is knowledge kind of go hand in hand. So you learn the knowledge, obviously, and you can use that to be more self-reliant and not relying on uh, like any form of government or other people if you have to. But um, another point we have in here, which we'll kind of segue into now is communities. Uh, we mentioned it before that you can have communities, not you know, like solely an individual relying on themselves, but you can set up small communities and uh, is what use that to rely on people. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, the libertarian or liberty community in general that we're all a part of, uh, we've definitely, you know, helped out each other tons. Uh, we had tons of help setting up this podcast even. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were relying on them to help us get going. And, like, we can rely on them. They can rely on us if they need help or whatever. And uh, we just use communities to help kind of strengthen the individual. And you don't That's always have to agree I... with each other 100% either. Because, like, there's a lot of people in this community that have a lot of different viewpoints. <laughs> Libertarians yeah. are infighting again. Yeah. And that's, I mean, hell, like if someone came into our, in our, our uh, discord that we have and they're like, yeah, you know what? I'm a Democrat or, you know, I'm a diehard Republican. Like we're not going to shoo them away. We're just going to try to educate them, share our knowledge with people. We'd right. probably roast him, but we'd also listen to him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously you roast him, but in good spirit. That, yeah. like, is that like we can give each other shit, but mostly like nobody's condescending. We're all really trying to educate each other for the greater good. Most right. of us. how I see it. For the most part. I will say this has been one of the more like open communities uh, that I've noticed, at least in the political realm. I agree. Like I don't know if you go on like Reddit. I don't know if you guys use Reddit at all, but it's like a very left leaning oh, yeah. <laughs> platform. And uh, if you like come in with any like kind of more right views, they just shit all over you. Yeah, and ban you. Yeah, the yeah. CEO comes in and changes your comment late at night in his basement <laughs> yeah. naked. Right in the basement naked. He's and then the, the legitimately right he did that. It's not even a lie. He actually did that. Yeah, oh I remember God. that. Going I, I might need to see an article on this one before <laughs> I buy into it. But he's doing that to the Don, which was like the the biggest meme page for Donald Trump. Yeah, he was going in and changing people's comments on it. Right. The CEO the right. of the company. Not like some what low level fucktard. Right. And the, the right is just as bad as the left, too. I mean, you can come into the right and say, you know, I'm a socialist, and they just call you a libtard snowflake. Yeah. And like, there's Donald no conversation. Yeah. And I found that, that at least in like the libertarian anarchist community, people generally, anyway, will sit down and have a chat with you. Whereas, well, like, we'll uh, probably call, call you retarded. a snowflake, but also we'll tell you why. don't run away from the conversation people gotta be open I'm not making fun of you I'm just teaching you why you're an idiot (laughs) (laughs) exactly the libertarian community infights so much yeah yeah. Yeah, so much there's no collective like one idea it's it's the same shit just a different air freshener the libertarian community though is also in my from my perspective the most quickly evolving community i've ever seen because everybody is open to change if you're not open to having your world completely flipped upside down you're not learning shit that's right. I don't you gotta try to shut speech down exactly yeah. it's not yeah, it's, it's not a group think it. tank like some communities are right like, you know everyone just agrees and yeah yeah that's a great idea there's you know because of the infighting I, it brings different ideas in and i think we're all open sure. to hear them yeah. So it's a, it's a kind of evolving. That goes back to learning and knowledge too. It's like always have an open mind about things, no matter what it is. Right. Be willing to learn. And even if you yeah. you might not like the idea on face value, if you like research it and learn about it, you might like it, or you might confirm I don't like this. Yeah. And if you don't like it, then you know, hopefully, you have some more knowledge to back it up. Back exactly. Up like it. At and least that. you can say, well, that's not for me, and move on. Mm-hmm. Right, but you don't have to ban someone for disagreeing with you, or you know, <laughs> Google bitch is canceled. <laughs> <laughs> right, and uh, definitely like community relates into everything else too. Uh, so, like with farming, we kind of talked about you know you can have community gardens, 
training, you can have your community that you train with. Uh, Self-defense, you have your community that you can rely on if you do get attacked by whatever entity, not saying names. Um, you know, learning and knowledge, you can rely on your community to help teach you things and help you share that knowledge that everyone has. So the community as a whole is more knowledgeable, which, God, when I'm saying this, it sounds a lot like communism. But <laughs> the collective it's like brother. It's communism, but with extra steps. <laughs> it's not what we're advocating you, you for. Can, uh, another thing with like communities, too, is you can trade. So, like, oh, you're farming. Like, I'm farming beets. Because I'm Dwight from the office, and someone else. <laughs> I traded two dozen eggs for a pair of headphones today. Yeah, see exactly, but it's capitalism, not communism. <laughs> Hashtag progress. And did anybody force you to make it a dozen eggs, or did you guys just come to that decision on your own? No, she said, "I've got two dozen eggs. Do you still have those headphones?" And I was like, "For sure." Hey, yeah. Wheels. Your shit is yep. transmitting every time I talk. Exactly. Yeah, yours is too. <laughs> Son of a bitch, get away from me. I should be able to edit out most of it, I think. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Just make it more work for me. <laughs> Two dudes reporting a podcast together six feet apart because they're not gay. This is yeah, you guys social uh, distancing there? Are you social, social distancing all day? All right. We went to Walmart and they had like these things where it's like, you, like shit on the floor. We have to like be like six feet apart from each other. And I'm like, I just got out of the same fucking car as you. Like, what the fuck. Yeah, you better sit six feet apart in that car. One in the front, one in the back. I went to an establishment this week and they like, there was a tape line I had to stand behind. They were like yelling at me and wearing gloves. They set the shit on a table and then I had to pick it up. It was obnoxious. <laughs> Damn. It's wild, man. It's ridiculous. It really is. Nope. But. All right. Uh, so let's see. What else do we got here we can talk about for self-reliance? Uh, let's go over source of income, I guess. Uh, so in our current society, is right that now. is money, the U.S. dollar, but it really could be anything. Uh, it could be, you know, like if we had a barter system, whatever you're using to trade at that point. Uh, just make sure you have that source of income. So obviously right now with the pandemic, we're all getting our Trump bucks, uh, you know, $1,200 from the government, woo! which Supposedly. I mean, that's going to fuck the economy, but that's not what we're talking about right now. Uh, <laughs> not the point. So that's, uh, you know, you don't want people getting, I need plates more that. than I need a good economy. Right. So you don't want people to become reliant on getting money from the government. Yang gang 2020. Um, <laughs> You know, you got to be self-reliant for your source of income, which most people are right now, I would imagine. I mean, obviously, there's people that use the welfare system and this and that. But majority of people work, and that's how they make their money. So they are self-reliant uh, for their source of income. But if, it's, say, it's not like, say, the fiat money fails and the dollar isn't worth shit, uh, what are you going to be using as your source of income? Or, like, what are you going to be using as, like, your form of money at that point? Uh, so you got to be self-reliant to, you know produce your source of income yeah. and um i would like to go ahead and point out that that's why we all need skills marketable skills which is a lot of people don't have these days or just like resourceful skills like if shit hits the fan and i need somebody that knows how to put horseshoes on the horse that i stole from the farm down the road like somebody somebody out there's got to have that skill you know what i mean that's an extreme example, but if you stole a horse from the farm down the road, I'm gonna be the bounty hunter that comes after you. <laughs> that's, that's a big uh, nap violation. Big old nap violation. <laughs> it would yeah. only be under specific circumstances, and I probably wouldn't even steal it. We'd You'd probably look up and tactically like, acquire nice. it. Yeah. Tactically acquire it. Bartering, no, trade for it. Skills. That's what I'm saying. Like marketable skills. All right, I need something fixed on my car but i don't have any money but guess what i can i don't know i have skills i can do something for you in return all right but even like basic labor would work too like i just need someone to move these fucking cinder blocks for me Mm -hmm. you do this and i'll pay you in whatever you guys agree to exactly just being willing to work as an eggs and a pair of headphones exactly i'm just being willing (laughs) to work is a is a form of income or can be anyway 
It really yeah. is. Work ethic. So it's is not hard. Huge, I mean, obviously, like specialized skills give you more return, but there's also more of an investment. So, like, you know, doctors mm. obviously they go to they go that to school depends. forever and residency, but then they get paid, you know, at the end of their careers, thousands and thousands of dollars. So it's all kind of you know economics of your self worth and time to become right. you know your form of income. That's very but, true. Yeah, it's just another thing to think have about. Have multiple skills though. Now. Here's the other thing, though. Didn't currency, like fiat currency, come out of the need to have an item to trade with? Yeah, I think it was just the whole idea of, you know, we'll just make this one singular item that trades for everything for convenience yeah. sake, which Possibly, I understand. But, but, but the way it's a, turned out is that you you have to have it to trade it. Yeah. Well, and then that's where, like, I think a lot of uh, That's where skills people come in. in our movement, we, we view things as like, oh, it'll be perfect if it works this way. But there, there has been times in history where like currency was issued by private sector and their lives are pretty shitty, right? right. So like, uh, like mining towns, they would issue you, they wouldn't give you money. They'd give you like, like a certificate, which is like, oh, this is your payment from the mine, but you can only use this in the mining store. And there's just the revolving right. door. So I think needs Ford to be did that way, too, actually. Yeah, there needs to be a way to well, not, universal and like generally yeah. accepted. Yeah. So well, we're I not, think we're like companies where is... McDonald's isn't fucking someone with McDonald's bucks. Mc, McBucks. <laughs> McBucks, yeah. I think that uh, paper currency is very useful in that it is universal, but. If you don't have paper currency, you can't get it. That's what I'm saying. You need those skills so that you can get a job to earn the money. Eventually, will it come down to trading labor for labor? Maybe. But regardless, that's how you provide for yourself and your family is by having reputable, marketable skills. Right. That's yeah. my point. The whole idea yeah, is not. just, you know self-reliance on you know having your way to make your money is just make sure mm -hmm. you got that squared away however that yeah. may end up being and whatever the money may be equivalent to mm -hmm. right and that's where exactly. like fiat currency is such a disaster because our dollar right. is worthless how do you print six trillion or something and still have a value yeah. why do we pay and taxes think, when you can just print more money i think people exactly. value it too much though too they do it's a root you know it's money makes the world go around that's what mm -hmm. we say but it, currency wasn't always fiat. Like if you look at uh, like the Romans, their different coinage, how they paid people, was in silver and gold coins. Right. Which is which has a worth to it. Right. I love it's, people online when they're like, they're like, oh, precious metals are worthless. Like, oh, you know, silver and gold. When the shit goes down, it's not going to be worth anything because I can't eat gold. Well, find me a point in history when gold or silver wasn't worth a damn. You know. Well, frankly, right. it's always it's always had value. Throughout history. Even the Bronze Age collapse, when like basically all of civilization collapsed, gold was still worth fucking a lot. Right. Mm. It's like the one thing throughout history that's always had a specific value to it. Mm -hmm. And that can be yeah. determined between you and your employer. Whoever you're whoever. trading with. Yeah. yeah. It's the consensual agreement between the two parties. Yeah. But all right. We're, we're closing like up on uh... when it work. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> Well, that's the uh, thing is like even like gold is only worth what it's worth to you. Like if I have a bar yeah. of gold, but I need food and nobody wants my bar of gold in return for food, then it's worthless. Not that anybody would turn that down, but I'm just saying. Yeah. That's the thing is like, I don't think anyone would ever turn that down. <laughs> right. Because there's still, there's applications for gold outside of like jewelry and whatnot. For sure. All right. Well, we're closing up on an hour here, so let's go over one more topic, and then uh, we'll we'll wrap things up. Um, so we'll go over travel, which in our current society I think is is pretty important. Um, I mean, I know you always hear the environmentalists say, you know, just use public transportation; it's better for the environment, which it is. I'm not lying, but now you are relying on another service to get you places. So, I mean, it's. If things go wrong and whatever reason, or that specific company doesn't like you for whatever reason, and they deny you travel, now you're you're stuck. Um, so I think yeah. the, the the best option is relying on yourself for travel, whether that be by your feet, by Were a bike, by a car. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah, that's a, that's a great example. It's a, you use Uber all the time. If you do something to piss them off and they just say, no, we're no longer serving you. Mm-hmm. And what the fuck, how are you supposed to get around at that point? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I saw just, an article recently. It was talking about, uh, it said Gen Z is the first generation where the, like no one wants to get licenses. Yeah. I've noticed that too. My, licenses or cars. My younger brother is in that generation and he just, he doesn't have his license and he's 19, 20 now, whatever it is. I've and noticed uh, it kind of shifting that way. Like I got yeah, my license just, when I was 16. Yeah. He has no interest. And I don't, I don't get it. When I was like 14 and eight months, whatever the legal limit was at the time, I was like, I'm getting my license like right fucking now. Like I just wanted to have that ability to travel on my own and not rely on anyone else to get right, me places. For sure. yeah. yeah. I got my I, permit the day I could get it. Yeah, exactly. I got my license on my 16th birthday. My mom was like, we have time. And I was like, no, bitch, get in car. <laughs> We're going. Right. So I think it's just uh, very important to rely on yourself to get you around. However, that With means that, um, self-reliance, like about travel also, don't rely on GPS. Learn how to get places. Use right, your memory. Right. Or at least get a physical map. map. And a compass. <laughs> <laughs> don't right. know where north is know where the yeah. sun rises and sets seriously you dingus here in colorado I mean, you don't least... have to figure out how to read the stars but like if you know where the north star is it that might be though. helpful and get yeah. a map here yeah, in colorado exactly. we read the mountains yeah Learn how say, to at read least on the front range where i am you just you know yeah. mountains are to the west that is mountains west, west. Sure. <laughs> it's like super easy to orient orient yourself i know i'm like yeah. this mountain is west this one's east that one's north <laughs> If you're some flatland bitch in Oklahoma, flatland, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you just got the sun setting and, and rising. And uh, if it's midday, well, good, good fucking luck. <laughs> if it's winter time, but like even if you pay attention, like ninety percent of people's cars tell you what direction you're driving. Just pay attention for like a week, and you'll figure out what direction you're. Mm-hmm. People right. are yeah, so reliant on technology and other people that they just don't know anything anymore. There's a right. lot of cities when they name their streets, like uh, some streets that are named like, you know, ABCD, XYZ, mm-hmm. go one direction, like east, west, and then like one, right. two, three, fucking 10, 12, they go like north, south, you know. You can figure right. that out. Right. Colorado measures like a mile from the border, <laughs> and their streets are named according to that. Yeah. yeah. So, where you live. <laughs> Yeah, Shut just up. know how to fucking travel. <laughs> yeah. Know how rely to get on, around your town. Yeah, yeah rely know if on you're yourself. in a wheelchair where the ramps are. <laughs> yeah, that's very important. Know the ADA compliant businesses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and just sue the shit out of them. Hurry yeah. up. This is just what? me and my like over preparedness thing, too. Know if you need to walk home, know how to get there because the walking route is not going to be. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll wrap things up. Anyone got a uh, last self-reliance tips or any, any thoughts? I mean, I know Boogaloo wheels has to be highly self-reliant. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I suppose if you have any sort of, uh, you know, issues or disabilities or anything like that, you have, you're suddenly like a lot more self-reliant on yourself to supply what you need. Yeah, definitely becomes a right. primary part of your life. Yeah, I'm sure it changes a lot. <laughs> I'm sure it's a little bit different for everybody too. You got to kind of um, look at your environment and what you need to accomplish, and make sure that you can do it without other people, or at least know a method, have a route, have a plan. For sure, always have a plan. General Mattis. He was, I think he was the one who said, always have a plan to kill everyone in the room. Right. <laughs> he has a lot of good quotes. Uh, I love Mad Dog. Mad, Mad Dog. Mad Dog. We'll do our outros here, and uh, we'll wrap this up. So I guess I'll go first. Uh, thanks for wait, listening, wait, wait. guys. You know what we didn't do? What? Did we ask what everyone was drinking? Oh, fuck. We didn't. <laughs> I'm not drinking um, anything, so... <laughs> I'm drinking Mountain Dew and vodka. Ooh. I'm drinking. Uh, I discovered it's that I had some of that Viking stuff left. So. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Careful now. Nope. 
<laughs> Don't worry, I've been drinking it too. He won't drink all of it. <laughs> Not much left. Good news. Good news. All right, uh, so we'll do our outros now then, since we got the, the most important part of the episode covered. <laughs> uh, so I am November Whiskey. You can find me on Instagram at underscore November Whiskey and at the uh, Centennial High Points podcast Instagram page as well. I'm D or Duval, and you can find me on the Centennial High Points, or you can also find me at Skinwalker underscore Hunting underscore Posse on the Instagram. It's my meme page. <laughs> um, I'm Boogaloo Bitch. That's at Boogaloo Bitch on Instagram, also on Centennial High Points. And um, Boogaloo Wheels, and you can find me on Instagram at Boogaloo Wheels. Oh, and don't forget to follow our podcasters that couldn't make it with us here tonight. Uh, you can follow Retsky at Run.556 on Instagram and Rocky Mountain Gorst at Rocky Mountain or Rocky underscore Mountain underscore Gorst on Instagram as well. Thanks, guys. We'll see you later. Yeah.